One, two, one, two. Now here we go. You know what time it is? Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast. Today, guys. We have a guest that even struggled to find this location. That's how top secret it is. That's how top secret it is. Look, we have got Australia's national darling right now in in the world, man. He, this this guy's done bits. The first boxing Olympic medal in thirty years, Mister Harry Garside. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Mate, so to be here. Uh, what an opportunity! We've had some pretty cool, cool guests on this podcast, and mate, um, mate, mate, you're just mate, you're just as you're just as worthy of being here as anyone I've had. Trust yeah. me. Oh, thank you. I don't know about that, but thank mate, you. I take it. I, before we before we go into this podcast, we, we, we're lucky he's even here, right? <laughs> We are lucky he's even in, in the building, right? <laughs> he sends me a message on Instagram going, uh, mate, I don't know if I'm in, I'm in the right room. And I'm looking around, I'm looking around, I'm looking around like, well, you're not in the, you're not in this room, bruv, because like, <laughs> we're just about to podcast. <laughs> he was, he was sat on a, he was sat on a Zoom call. Like, I'm just sitting there, I'm just sitting there waiting. I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's like forgot. Surely he hasn't forgot. I'm yeah. quite I'm like, mate, like, I think, I think we got the, like, the wrong idea. Like, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on? You're like, yeah. bro, no, you're going to come, you're going to come to mine. Yeah. He's, he's 10 minutes down the road. He wants to do it on Zoom. He's, he's been in quarantine so long. He wants, he wants, he wants to be in quarantine a bit longer. So used to COVID, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, COVID yeah. just play. You think everything's done by Zoom these days? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck Zoom though. No, mate. <laughs> fuck Zoom when you when you live like when you're so close. that way. But so, so close. close, man. But like, I think the best place for us to start with you, mate, is like before before we even go into everything you've done and, and the whirlwind you've been on. Like, what what was it about boxing that that made you like obviously pick that sport and, and get into it in the first place? So I always have two answers to this question, and and my first answer is a short one. It's I watch too many Rocky movies, which is true. I like I love yeah, yeah, yeah. my family loves them growing up, and um. But then my long the long answer to the question, um. I have two older brothers. I'm the youngest of three boys. Um. I have a dad who's really old fashioned. Grew up in England, um. And and I just like I didn't feel I felt different to my brothers. I felt different to yeah. the males in my life, and I often didn't feel like I got much respect to them. They sort of just like like. I was like a bit of a wimp. Brushed, a, brushed off kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wasn't like them. Like they were out the back digging holes with dad and I was inside dusting with my mum. Like that's how I sort of described yeah, my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I initially started boxing to gain respect from the males in my life and then I fell in love with the sport within the first week. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, it's like the feeling, like I'm a massive overthinker. My brain's just going like yeah, it's constantly yeah, yeah. ticking. When I box, the world stops. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't think about anything else. Do, do, do you find that even when you're training for boxing that the world stops too? Yeah, so it's like, I feel physical exercise, man, is the most purest form of meditation. If you really think about it. 100% you're like, both. You're like, you're, there's no distractions. You're thinking about a task that's happening in front of you. You're in the present moment more than ever. Yes, yes. You're breathing heavy. Your body's aching. Like, you're so present. Yes. And that's why I think I love physical exercise so much. Yes, 100%. And... I, I can already tell from, from, from meeting you and from, from social and that, that me and you are both two kids that were probably told that we had ADHD, right? <laughs> and we got in a little bit of trouble and everyone was like, how are we going to deal with this kid? How are we going to deal with this kid? Mate, 100% physical exercise at the kind of level that you're talking about 
it just you you cannot be anywhere else but present when you're flying around. Even even just just take it as you just love boxing. You're just flying around a bag in the gym, right? Mm. You don't get a chance to think of anything else because your lungs are your lungs are fucking beating out your chest. You 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 absolutely you just you just in the moment. You put some good salsa music on. I'm not even joking. You put Spanish music on and you dance around the bag. That's different level, bro. A hundred percent, man. Different it's, level. It's the best. And that, that's why I think I fell in love with it so quickly. And as well, there's numerous other factors like like coaches. Yeah. I was a kid that lacked a bit of confidence because like I wasn't. I was a bit different. I felt a bit different to my my the males in my life and my coach. Brian Lavia, who's still my coach now, he's 79, he's been my coach for 15 years. And like he fed me with so much love and, and just like positivity. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's almost yeah, like yeah. Gus D'Amato, Mark Tyson. Yeah, coach. yeah, like yeah Almost yeah. like he was saying stuff like, you're going to be world champion one day. Your football yeah, yeah. is so good. Con- con- it's, it's that mental conditioning that you get from boxing coaches. It's like that. It's like they become a mentor to you beyond, way beyond the sport. It mm. extends beyond the sport because, like, when you, you you'll go, you'll get in trouble, and you'll go to them and you'll, you'll talk to them, and they'll, and they'll be like, "Look, don't do this, don't do this." And it's like people don't understand. Like, bo- people think boxing is about violence, mm. man, or about punching. Boxing, boxing, boxing is ninety percent mindset. Five. Five or eight percent footwork, mm. and then two percent punching. Yeah, like, nah, it's so true, <laughs> do you know bro. What I mean? the, the reality is as well. I think most combat athletes, most combat sports, they all come from reasonably humble beginnings. Yeah, like over the like around the world, I've travelled to some really interesting places through boxing, and like you see where some of these fighters are coming from. Yeah, even in Australia, they're coming from more low socioeconomic areas and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It really just like creates like a home. It's a good environment. People come from broken homes. They they yeah. had a bad upbringing. Whatever it is, they go to the boxing gym. It's their family. They take yeah, them in, yeah, and they, yeah, you learn yeah. some really good lessons through the sport, like respect, yeah. consistently, consistency, self love, self confidence. Um, all these things you learn from combat sport. That I, I think you learn it from other sport too, but just not as much. I don't think it's as powerful. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it is. It is like a, a whole. It is a whole different ball game. Just even walking in a boxing gym, the smell of the place, mm. the people, <laughs> the atmosphere, the buzz of the place. You know how how you how you feel as you start to improve in in what you're trying to perfect or whatever that time is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. The whole the whole discipline of it. Yeah, it's it, and it's beautiful. Like the reality is, I think. The reason why the dynamics are so good in a boxing gym is because it's one of the most vulnerable places you can be as a human being. Is when you're going into combat with someone. Yeah. Like, like when you're in the street, someone can chin you from behind. They, you, mean, you can have 10 mates. Like when you're in a boxing ring or yeah. you're on a mat yeah. or you know, where it's, you're locked in. You're in a cage. You're yeah. locked in. Yeah. One other person. <laughs> you are so vulnerable. Like yeah. So vulnerable. Yeah. And that's why I think it's the most rewarding place because everyone's so vulnerable. The vulnerability is so high so that yeah. it makes the atmosphere so much better, I think. Yeah, and, and, and as well, like I've seen, physically seen like, top top pro boxers and they'll go in the and and they'll be like in there with a with a with a top amateur mm. and the amateur will like hit them with a body shot and take them out <laughs> and and it's like oh shit mm. like because everybody can be humbled in that environment mm. you can't ever believe your own hype because mm. as soon as you start to believe in yourself you, you, you got to believe in yourself but if you believe in yourself too much you get taken out yeah it's, yeah. it's a real it's a real it's a real um I know, I know that that BJJ has a similar kind of family mm. element to it and the respect element, but there's not many sports like this left, mm. like that actually have that instilled in them from yeah. kids. Yeah, and I think I, I honestly believe, mate, that every child should or uh, like should go to a boxing gym, like, just just because I think it's that important. And I think I, I I tell I said this to people on the podcast. 
that there's a difference between self belief and confidence, mm. right? Confidence is like can be shattered because this is this is what a boxing coach said to me in England, right? A confidence can be shattered, but self belief is instilled. So build self belief and don't build confidence because because it can be shattered, right? Mm. It's like those learnings that you get from a boxing gym. No school's going to teach you that. <laughs> no schools that that do you know how much that's helped that's helped me with women mm. that's helped me with with all kinds of different relationships business everything mm. like just that self that's self-belief bro yeah you you do not you'd never learn that never learn that in english 100 percent, man i've i've if like if my dream would be if i get famous enough mate or my my, my career gets successful enough i hope that i'd have enough pull that i could try my best to try and integrate Combat sport, maybe not boxing. I can understand the head trauma and stuff like that. Yeah, but a combat sport, make it like compulsory for, for yeah. teenagers. You know what I mean or at school, the school curriculum, they have to do it once a week. They all like roll around on a mat, do some wrestling yeah. or judo. Like the lessons you learn from that stuff. Yeah, as you said, yeah, it, you instill for the rest of your life. It's it's not even it's not even so much to say boxing is. You don't even have to go and box at the level that you've mm. boxed at to get something from boxing. So true, right? This this is where people get it so twisted. All kids should go to the boxing gym to learn the art of of self defense, the art of boxing, the respect that it takes. You know, the humblings that people get in these mm. environments that people don't see. Right? People need to go and learn that. I'm not saying go and do like mass head trauma at eight years old with, with, <laughs> with all these kids, you know, with no head guards on and all this stuff mm. and this and the other. But, but you and I both know that boxing, boxing, the, the art of boxing is, isn't just about, isn't just about the sparring and the fighting. It's what's learned, it's, it's what's learned between the lines, mate, is how important it is to all children to learn mm. between the lines and that, and that gulf between the lines. And it's like you're you're talking about your trainer, seventy nine years old, and he and 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 he, he's he's ingrained in you. You're going to be a champion. You're going to be this. You're going to be that every day. Subconscious subconscious signals that just make you uh, just just these implanting seeds in your mind that just grow into this massive tree further down the track. Mm. And it's just like that's so invaluable for any human being to get that. Yeah. Then positive connotations constantly. Constantly, it's weird because I, as, as I mentioned before, like I lacked a bit of self confidence growing up, and and to have someone who you're so young and naive, you know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 someone yeah. who you love and adore, when they start saying, you believe it, yeah, you don't yeah, even yeah, question yeah. it. Yeah. So then, like when he's saying all these positive things to me, reinforcing to me, like then I start thinking, if this old guy who I love and adore, if he's saying this and believes it, like, yeah, and I started yeah, thinking, maybe I can do this. You yeah. Know what I mean? and it was more just like an internal conversation I was having, like. Maybe I can. Then my self love, self confidence started like improving and improving and improving. You mean, and that's why I think I I failed heaps growing up, like in all sports, not just boxing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really bad early on. Like lost at my first eighteen fights, lost ten. Um, was always overlooked at like national championships. Never had any success, and and I think the reason why I stuck at it is because my coach yeah, constantly yeah, yeah, just yeah, fed me. He's like, he's yeah. like, and I'd be like, I can do this, I can do this, and I stuck at it. And I kept backing myself, even when I wasn't, fa- uh, even when I wasn't succeeding. And then eventually, like it just everything just starts rolling. You know, I mean, once you get the momentum, you but, start winning. But it's it's, just, it's no different from like doing a podcast, bro. Like, you know what I mean? You shut your every podcast you do, every fight that you have, you're sharpening your sword, mm. you're getting better, you're learning something, you're picking something up. You learn, you learn more from 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 losing these these early fights, that's a, and that's allowed you to go and achieve what you have. Like if you don't if you don't get them learnings, where where 
what you can't you, do you know what I mean where yeah. else do you learn it you always say as well like those prima donnas who, who win everything when they're younger yeah, and, yeah. and they're shitty ass later on in life because yeah. they got almost had everything handed to them when they were younger and they of course they're gifted of like and you very rarely see people who go from like being a successful young person yeah, to carry it on and right. successful it, it does happen but it's, it's not as common as people who failed and then turn it around and succeed do you know how many f- how many amateurs that are like the the Usics and like the Lomachenkos, right? Do you know how many of them like have ne- like we see them and we're like fantastic amateur career, fantastic pro career, fantastic, right? But for every one of them, there's a there's about a hundred thousands of amateurs <laughs> that were just they were just the beating the brakes of everyone for the whole amateur game, mm. and then and then and then and then turned pro and did nothing. Because, because for exact reasons of what you said, mm. and one of the most famous examples that I can mention from from England would be would be a lad called Michael Maguire. Mm. Michael Maguire was world amateur number one at, at a certain time. He was he was national champion in the GB team. Like mate, really un- good, yeah. like I've never seen I've never seen a kid that fucking talented like in real <laughs> life as he was. You know he's he's. he's same, same, same class as Billy Joe Saunders and Tyson Fury. But the reason why Michael, why those two made it and Michael didn't at the time was because, was because exactly what you're saying, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's because he'd won everything, bro. Yeah, he took just, the foot off the gas. Just, he had complacent. Yeah, yeah. He had complacent. Yeah, and if you had had that, you perhaps wouldn't have. Mm. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have gone I think on. that a hundred percent. And I'm grateful. Like, of course, we all hate failure, but like, you look back on your life, like when you really think about it, it's like you learn a lot from it. You know, what I mean, of course, I learn yeah, from every experience, yeah. but you learn a lot when you're down and you're out. And I like, I like what I like realized when I'm when I fail, I sit there for a bit. Like, I sit there and I sit in it. I don't just get up straight away. Because I think if yeah. you get up straight away, you're just going to make the same mistakes. I fucking love this, right? Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Because you, what you're saying is you sit there in silence and, mm. and feel what and feel that why moment. Why am I here? Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. am I here? Where, why, how did I fuck up to get here? Yeah. And yeah, I don't I want that. it to happen again. I fucking love that. Yeah, I don't want it to happen again. So it's like I sit there and I, and I try and reflect. Was it something in my preparation? Was it something? Could I have done something better? Did I miss so, that run? So this, yeah. So yeah. this doesn't happen again. And I do that. And I could sit, I could sit in that that like f- flat low state for like a week or two. Do you know how fucking mature that is to say that at 24 years old? Bro? <laughs> like I'm serious, bro. Like, I, like, because that is so important for the audience to hear that because what you've just said is profound, mate, mm. because I talk a lot to a lot of people, um, all the time about sitting in silence and how important sitting in silence is. And they, they look at me like oh, I'm some kind of crackhead. And, and the reason why you sit in silence, is because when you sat in silence, you can't get away from yourself and it allows you to understand who the fuck you are. It's so fucking important. Yeah. Bro. And it's scary. That's and why people don't do it. That's exactly what you've just said. Mm. Exactly what you just yeah, said. And bro. it's so important. Like I'm, 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 as you mentioned, I'm 24. Like I'm really trying to understand myself more. Like, you get fed things when you're younger, like from your parents or from your role models growing up and you, and you don't even question it and they don't even question it themselves. Some things could be really positive that they've instilled in you. Some things could be really negative. Yeah. And it's like only until you like start questioning it going like, maybe this isn't the right way. It yeah, yeah, might yeah. not be the wrong way, but you've got to start questioning like, what are your, like, what are your core beliefs? What are your core values? Why? Yes. Why are they your core values? And yes. start questioning them. Because we're all, you're right. We we inherently, as human mm. beings, get this programming instilled in us from our parents, right? 
and it's subconsciously put there before eight years old. Mm. And this is this is this is why we were saying that boxing gyms are so good because when you go to a boxing gym with that programming, you'll 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 get a new set of programming and a new set of rules predicated on your environment that you're in from there as well, which is which is what you got and what you probably needed as well as well as any other kid growing up. Hundred percent, mate. It was so valuable for sure. And and through all sport, I play. I was so active growing up, like. I think it's just the best environment for a young person to be in, for a kid to be in. It's just any sport. Of course, I love combat sport and I'm always going to be an advocate for it. But like any sport, like, ah, man, it's the most valuable thing. You learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. all these people these days getting participations award, ah, you got to like lose. Yeah. And you got to understand yeah. that feeling of losing. You know, you really got to understand it. I, f- I think. I think laying on your back with a broken nose is the most humbling experience for a man that you've, you've, ever, had, you've ever had, bro. Because because in that moment when you're laying there on a, on a canvas with your broken with your broken nose, bro, and you and your throat's congealed with blood, and you're feeling like you're fucking like what the fuck just happened? You can't remember even what shot hit you. You're laying there, and you're like. And it gives you, and you, and you feel like you're there forever. <laughs> no, time, time stops. <laughs> time stops still, and it, and it just gives you that opportunity to really question who the fuck you are, how you want to be, how you want to turn up. Oh shit! Like, do you know what I mean? I remember the the first time I ever got dropped um, in a fight. So it was against, it was against a Russian. Uh, where were we? I forget where we were. It was in some country overseas, fucking Azerbaijan, probably. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> and we um. So he dropped me in the first round. It was in the first first minute and a half of the fight. Dropped head or body? Head, headshot. Beautiful. It was a quick flashbang, yeah. and I yeah, jumped straight yeah, back yeah. up. And as I was getting the count, I remember thinking to myself, if I go into a shell and lose the second and third round, I should give up boxing. That's what was going through my yeah, head. Because it's like, yeah, I yeah. haven't got what it takes to be a champion yeah. or be what I think I can be. Yeah. And it's like, if I curl up and, and, and lose the fight, like, honestly, like, yeah. stop boxing. Do but, something else, but at least, uh, but at least when you get get out of this, get out of this count, yeah, at least yeah. go out there and just if you're gonna go out, go out with a fucking throwing. No, no, and mean? the thing is, so I, I, and in the second round, two out of the five judges gave me the second round, and then all judges gave me the third round. I lost the fight on a split decision, yeah. But I was so proud of myself that I was knocked down, yeah. And I, and I knew that was so important for the rest of my boxing career. If I curled up and 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 box shit. Mate, honestly, go play tunnel ball. Go play something else. You haven't got what it takes yeah. to be a champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that I'm you know I mean I'm, I'm this and that, but it's like yeah. in that moment, it's like, hey, I'm a, knocked you down. You have a choice. Like you have to show you have to show yeah. what you're made of in that moment. And there's a lot of pressure because because from your environment that you've been brought up in, you are taught inherently that 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 compass of like, okay. Shit's just got real now. Mm. I've got to, I've got to step through that, and it's all and, and it's almost like you want to cry in that moment, but you know you can't. <laughs> but it fucking hurts getting yeah, hit it does at hurt. that level in the fucking face, square in the eyes. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. The worst, the worst. Like I always reckon the body shots. Of course, oh, I can't stand getting punched in the body. Body shots, and then in the middle of winter, when you caught one on the nose, and you got like a runny nose, mate, your whole face yeah. is like, oh, fuck these, why am I doing this shit? Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's all part of the game, mate. Like, we love it, you know what I mean? It makes you feel real alive when you get hit. Yeah, yeah, get, 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 you soon know, you soon know who you are when you, when you get hit. Even, even, even like just going into, into a gym, going to sparring, sparring top quality people, and just getting hit, like, Especially from a southpaw, because you never see that fucking coming. <laughs> <laughs> fucking true, Le- lefties are taking over the world, mate. Uh, fucking <laughs> unbelievable, mate. But no, but I want to. I want to go back a stage, right? Because you were sent, you were mentioning 
before about about some of the inherent patterns that were instilled in you, right? That you kind of had to break. What were some of those patterns that you found? That because I think a lot of the audience wanna will be able to identify. If you can identify them, then they'll be able to identify them within themselves. Because mm. some of them might might be thirty years old listening to this, bro, mm. and they got and they've been through the same pattern over and over again. They can't figure out how to get beyond it mm. because they don't even realize it's a pattern. Yeah. So I just want you to open their kind of eyes to these patterns that you found were instilled when you were a kid. Yeah, so it's like, like I have a, I come from a really good family, man. Like, my mum and dad are really good people. And where I'm from in Melbourne, um, it's like out of eastern suburbs, kind of a country town. Um, and they, they're really good people there. They, they, most, a lot of people there, though, haven't left that area. So it's like, in that area, a lot of the things that I was hearing growing up, like a little bit racist, um, homophobic, um, sexist. There was like a lot of like that's that sort of stuff going on yeah, growing yeah, up, yeah. and it's like it's that sort of stuff is instilled in you. You don't even question it. You know, yeah, what I mean? you're making yeah, jokes yeah. when you're younger. I was making jokes. Yeah, you know I mean you're making all, yeah, and you think it's normal because that's what you that's what you hear at home. That's what you hear yeah. from your mates. That's what you hear from your role models and stuff like that. Yeah, and only when I left that area and then I saw. Like the world's a big bloody place. It's massive. There's so much going on, so many cultures and stuff like that. And only then did I start questioning, like, maybe like that's not yeah. the right thing to say, or that's not you know what I mean. And I started like, like all these things, these things that have been ingrained in you for so long. It's like then I started questioning, going like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. what is it? Is it the way I act, how I react, say like within relationships? Like, why am I doing that? Is that because I saw my parents? That's how they loved each other growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, little yeah, things yeah, like that, yeah. and just understanding like, like when I say have I hurt someone? Like just trying to understand why. How did that? Why did I do that for starters? How did this yeah. happen? And how could I make it not happen again? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like it's like catching yourself thinking about something. Um, catching yourself after like when I have really bad impulse control really bad impulse control I've got a lot better at it but it's like I will do something because I have bad impulse control and then it's like oh, re- instant regret You're like why did I do that what is it in terms of saying things to people saying things yeah and say just, here's an example so like when I'm making weight for boxing like yeah. like dad has like let's say he's got a block of chocolate on his bedside table like my impulse control I'll go eat the block of chocolate you know what I mean? Like, that's just an yeah, example. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. like, then it's instant regret. You know what I mean? But it's like... And then you punish yourself. Yeah, exactly yeah, because, right. Because you, because you feel like you've done a disservice to yourself. Of course, yeah. And then I train harder next session and it's just like... It's just like a constant cycle yeah, in your mind. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, like I, what I've realized recently, I have a lot of like, I'm addicted to self-suffering and, I'm, and I don't really understand why. I don't, I'm trying to navigate through that, but at the moment I've like really figured out like, do you think that's something that happened inherently in your childhood? Do you, do you think mm-hmm. that, you know, like when your brothers were outside doing the, doing, digging holes with your dad and then you're, you're dusting with your mum, mm-hmm. do you think that you felt like lesser of a man mm-hmm. and in that moment without knowing it and then that subconsciously added to that, that, that cycle of events so you kind of have to break now? Yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. And like, we can't help, like, Gabor Mate, who if anyone doesn't know who it is, look him up, he's so successful in like child... Uh, well-being and stuff like that he's, yeah. he's really famous in that world and he talks about like every parent does the best they can you know I mean like even the parents that you think may not be the greatest parents they're doing the best they can with yeah. what they know with what they know what yeah, they exactly. know yeah so it's like no one no one wants to be a bad parent 
But right? I, I, I had this growing up with my mum, right? Mm. I always was trying to seek seek more love from my mum mm. and, and just wanted her to, to love me like I thought she loved my sister, right? Mm. And then, of course, that built resentment in me and then that affected every relationship I had with a woman until I started to box that off at like yeah. 30 years old, bro. I'm like 32, going, th- I'm 33 now. Fucking hell, I've lost a year. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, So I've been, I, it's been a constant over the last three years. Mm. It's been a lot of work to get over that. But it's like you're right you have to you have to let that shit go mm. like because you you find yourself oh, you'll find in yourself as you go through it you're definitely unpacking all the boxes that you've built up over these years mm. and, and i'm the same and we're all the same as humans we've all got these boxes that we've got to unpack and what it is essentially the only way i can describe it and maybe you you'll agree with this or not agree but one one other way is like you put this box in your mind over to this over to this side here, and you think, "Fucking hell, I've boxed that off," but you stored it in your mind, mm-hmm. and it's like you need to unpack it, understand it from the other person's point of view, mm-hmm. and let it and and just understand, like you said, let's just put it in my mum's example. My mum did the best that she could with what she knew. Can I understand this from a different angle, and can I turn up a little bit better? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what. You, if you don't do that as a human being, mm. if you don't, you, you constantly you, you're you're building a wall between you and you and your mum, you and your dad, you and your whoever. Any relationship, yeah, yeah, and it's just and it's just and and and, and then your ego feeds it. Mm. I think I think the world we're living in right now is what everyone everyone. Feel, I don't know if it's because of COVID, but I feel like it was happening before COVID. Everyone in Western civilization kind of feels like on edge. Yeah, it kind of feels yeah. like you got to pick a side. You know what I mean? And, and I hate that yeah. because I think. There's like in the world right now, it's like if you don't agree with what someone's like an action someone's done, yeah. you then you you pointed them saying you are wrong, you are wrong, yeah, 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 and yeah. you're never gonna change someone if you start going you're racist, you're you mean you're pointing yeah. fingers like this. You're never gonna change anyone like that. It's gonna make them stand their feet yeah, harder yeah. and believe what that you mean. The only way I believe, and I'm and I have no like I'm no credit whatsoever in this world, but like like the the only way you can change someone is trying to understand why they are doing what they're doing and like and just yeah. try and say hey yeah. like yeah. and talking to them on a right level not yeah. like not like pointing at them saying you are wrong you are wrong you know what I mean? like like that's not going to yeah, change it, anyone 100% bro cuz like you got to seek first to understand mm. before being understood yeah right that's 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 it you got to seek first to understand them mm. and then you can be understood Johnny, yeah. one of my favorite, one of my biggest like role models, and I only found her recently is Dr. Khan right so she's a, a muslim lady um journalist and she spent, she went on the front line, right, with uh, white supremacists in America. Yeah, and she, yeah. she just wanted to understand, like, why, like, why. And she, she, she lived with the head of, I don't know if it was KKK, but a white supremacist group, right? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. And she, she, she lived with, with, the, with the head guy, right? And she just tried to understand why he yeah, is the way yeah, he is, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? And then yeah. she formed a relationship with him just through listening and just through caring. And he then... In years to come, he left that world. You know what I mean? But yeah. it just shows what happens when you can just like sit and try and understand. Yeah. So no judgment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just... Because because say you were a white supremacist, mm. right? And and you imagine, say your name's Trevor, you're a white supremacist. You don't know that when Trevor was 12 years old on the way home mm. from school, that... That, th- that, th- that six fellas from a different race, religion, mm. creed, color, whatever you want to call it, attacked him, mm. and and made and made him feel a certain way about himself, and and that was his way of dealing with that. So he now resents those people because of that event, of course. But 
but Trevor went extreme with it and he went this way and he went over here and did this. But, but, but you need to, if you preach understanding like what we're talking Mm. about here, you allow Trevor in this case to unlock that box, to take that stuff out of himself and then, and then to, and then to see things like you take the blink, like imagine you're a racehorse and you've got blinkers on because you're just going in one direction. It allows you to take those blinkers off and see everything see from the world. see the different perspective. It's so important, man. It's so 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 important. Like, and I just think as well, like, like most people, like they are, like I think most people deep down are really good people. You mean yeah. they're just they're just unheard, yeah, and misunderstood. And it's like if you can talk to someone, and you don't have to agree with them, you don't have to like do what they're doing. If you can just talk to them and understand them and like just listen to them. Yeah. And like, just try and see their perspective. Like, I think the world would be so much better and in a better position than what I think it is now. Hundred percent, mate. And you've opened a lot of people's minds and eyes because, obviously, like you do ballet mm. as as part of the other side. Now, um, I know for, for, for why you do ballet because it's for footwork for boxing. But a lot of people will be looking at you, going, "Why does he do ballet?" and, and start <laughs> to form a judgment of you based on you doing ballet. Mm. It's like you paint your nails, right? Mm. There's, there's 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 a, there's a guy I know who who's massive in in the, the crypto and app space. He paints his nails. And he's fucking worth fucking half a bill. Mm. But it's like people would judge you because you paint your fucking nails. <laughs> it, but 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 here's here's the question I want you to ask yourself yeah. if you're out there judging him for painting his nails, right? <laughs> think about this: who fucking programmed your mind? Mm. To think that only women should paint their nails. And do you want to know something? Yeah. Do you know where the nail polish started? What? You know, the first people who used to wear nail polish? Pharaohs. So Pharaohs, yeah, 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 yeah. they're the highest, yeah. highest, but most yeah, I'm assuming yeah. were males, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Highest in the land. Yeah. They were the ones who started wearing nail polish. It was like a yeah. sign of like, like royalty almost. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I, yeah. Like specialty. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it just shows that like, we are almost like a society pushes things like norms and stuff like that pushes their yeah, views yeah, on you yeah. and it's like you either conform and then you start and then that's why people judge me or like they may I couldn't really care less to be honest it doesn't bother me um, but it's just like it just shows like you got to question everything and just be curious I think yeah, being curious yeah. about the world yeah. and just trying to understand it like there's no right or wrong way my opinion on why we're here and what this world's about is just as good as Elon Musk's and it's just as good as a homeless guy on the street yeah, there is yeah, no yeah. different. Like our opinion on what the because no one knows. It's all yeah, made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole the yeah, whole thing is yeah, made up. Exactly. That's why when 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 someone says to you, you you cannot cross the border. Who put the border in the place in the first place? You you got to ask yourself the question, right? Yeah. There's there's <laughs> when do, when I, you would if if I drove. Cooling Gatter to like to and then over into Tweed. I would not know that I've crossed the border, bro, unless you said that there was a border there, mm. right? And I just I just question. This is like people's minds. Mm. It's like that border that border doesn't exist that you say exists because someone's told you it exists. It's the same pattern of events that's happening in your mind, mm. right? There's no physical borders. There's no there's no border between you understanding another human being. You just have to open your mind to be able to understand them. Mm. You, so true. So, so fucking true. powerful, bro. Yeah, it's powerful shit. People need to get this. Yeah. Man. I'm glad. We, I'm glad. I'm glad. I knew this was going to be a powerful podcast. I <laughs> fucking knew it, man. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, to be honest, man, I'm just curious about the world. Like, I find the world 90% of the time really interesting and really good. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm curious. Like, I try my best. Of course, I'm not perfect. And I try my best just to, like, look at things without judgment and just, like, like, 
like say if you see a drug affected person downstairs like like I just like a lot of people are like oh like maybe like look at them you know what I mean like brush them off you know what I mean I just try my best to like like understand like I wonder what he's gone through or like why you know what I mean yeah, why yeah, he is yeah, the way yeah, he is yeah. or like I just try my best to be as curious about curious as possible about everything and just just, like, just being open minded you were, you you were doing Pilates this morning yeah. like do you know what I mean. Like you're doing Pilates, you do ballet, mm. you paint your nails, you're doing all these things that, that that open up your mind to having different conversations. Because now we have now we're having a conversation about it, mm. so, so I, I, and I'm seeking to understand it, mm. right? Which which is great because that's why know, I think podcasts are such a big success because it's like how often do you sit down with someone and have a conversation for thirty an hour, yeah, ninety minutes where you're both present, yeah. Well, How does not, that happen? Not yeah. on the phone. We're not sitting yeah, on our phone. Fuck it, mate. I hate it. When does that it. happen? When does that happen? One hundred percent, man. Like you, you, yeah. And that's and that's the thing you see. Like you gotta, you gotta surround yourself with with with, with, with more people where you are present and you are in this conversation. And you are in this, this, this deep, deep like self realization and kind of like, oh fuck, I don't actually know why I think that. <laughs> because if you, if you think about it, it's like you were talking about growing up. It, it, like in in a small town where they were like racist, right? Mm. But those kids weren't weren't born racist, mm. right? They they don't even. Here's the thing, right? They're not racist because they don't even know that they're racist. Yeah, right. That's that's the funny thing when you actually really break it down. <laughs> they don't actually know because their parents taught them that, and and their parents taught them that, and you've left the area, so you see it. Yeah, and that, and it's just so powerful. So. The, the the key takeaway from this to everyone listening, I want you to I really want you to re- really get this is the fact that you have to, sometimes you have to take yourself out of your environment, mm. comfort zone, and comfort zone, whether that might be go to a dancing class or whether that might be go and do something else, but take yourself out of your current environment and then just look at how you were living and how you would turn up and and then and start to assess yourself as to why do I think that, why do I do this thing. Why is that my pattern? Why am I? Why? Why is every relationship with people happening this way? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, unless you ask yourself better questions, you will not get better answers yeah, in your you life. You won't grow. You'll just continue running the same track. And and that's as we were mentioning before. Like when I fail, like I sit there for a bit, man. Like I sit there. I sit in that flat state because like I don't want it to happen again. You know what I mean? I'm trying my always. I'm always just trying my best. Like breakups. Breakups. I think this is a generalization. Breakups yeah. like ruin men so much yeah so much yeah. like and I, I've I've failed in sport I've failed in life nothing has fucked me up more than a girl you know what I mean yeah, like, like mate, when you really care for someone yeah mate I, 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 I was in I was in an on off relationship type thing for a year with a, with a beautiful beautiful woman right and when and when that kind of ended in the way it ended I, I, fe- I felt like I went on this little bit of resentment and and understood that that was a pattern that's happened before in my life so i had to dis so i so i quickly boxed that off and it's like it's like actually <laughs> random as fuck before the podcast she fucking rang me and reached out to me hey. like random as fuck and we had a real nice conversation and we're all sweet and all, all good and we're just talking and it's just great to be able because i know for a fact i know with, with how with, with the patterns of events that i was taught as a child that i that I perhaps wouldn't have been able to have that conversation in the manner that I had the conversation and the positive light that I did unless I'd done the work to get to this point. And I'm quite proud of myself for be, being able to be to be vulnerable. I've been vulnerable, open and honest on this podcast right the way through with people like yourself. And, and it's kind of like, by doing that, you're right. It, it, men inherently get hurt and then they put everything in a box mm-hmm. and they put it away in their mind and then and then 
now they've just made themselves what I term as emotionally unavailable to other women. Yeah. And it's like, as soon as, it, as soon as you meet a nice woman, you attract this nice woman into your life, you go out to, 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 you go out in your normal pattern of events. She does something and then that opens that box over there. Mm. And then you pull all the, all the memories from that relationship that you've trauma. It's just trauma. trauma. Yeah. You pull this trauma out and then you throw it at this other girl. Mm. That has no relevance and no being as to as to this other person, and it's kind of and then you go and look, I yeah. don't know what your experience is with it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, mate. And I I really cared for a girl. Um, she was like my first sort of serious girlfriend, and 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 I really really cared for her. And I have like a lot of shame and guilt. I was really young. I have a lot of shame and guilt about how I treated her at times and in the breakup. And and I still latch on myself onto that man. I haven't fully let that go, but like. I learned a lot and I've had, I've had another girlfriend since then and, and, and like I've learned a lot from these two experiences that like patterns. What, what, what is it that you struggle to let go of? Why are you, why do you feel you're struggling to let that go? Uh, I think about it a lot, man. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I can't put my finger on it as such, but I think it's just like she really cared for me, man. And I, and I feel, I feel I tortured her. Yeah. And she didn't deserve it. She didn't deserve it. She was like, like one of the most beautiful girls that I ever, ever had in my life, and and I was young, man. Like I was still a teenager, um, late teens. But like, just if if I had my time again, I, I wish I would never enter her life again. Simple as that. She doesn't deserve that. She's moved on, and she's, she's very very happy, which I'm really happy for for her. Yeah. But like, I'm just I just want to apologize to her properly, man, and just like, well, like, t- what what why don't why don't you then? And why don't you? Why don't you? Whether, whether it's an apology by a phone call, whether it's an apology by a, um, a text message, whether it's an apology by uh, a voice things, if it's going to, if you you need to close that chapter in mm. your life, mm. yeah, there's clearly torment around it. And to go on and achieve what you have, and to go on and achieve more than what you are doing right now, it's like the next stage in your life that you have to go and box it off. Mm. But you have to be, mate. The hard, right, let me tell you something that someone told me, and it's so true, mate. Whatever the, and this is great for you guys, you make sure you tune into this one, because this <laughs> is fucking a banger of a fucking, I'm going to draw, I'm going to blow your ears off your fucking head. The hardest decision you have to make right now is the only decision you have to make right now. The hardest decision you make right now is the only decision right now. If you think it's too hard, mm. Right to go and fucking ring her up or call up or to make peace with this girl. That is the only thing that you have to do in your life because it's the most powerful thing that you can do as a human being, bro. Mm. Simple as that. It allows you to it allows you to move forward and it allow her that freedom as well. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be for the fucking hot. It doesn't have to be this hard thing that yeah. everyone makes out it to be. I'm very I'm very grateful, man. Like I'm I'm seeing this girl at the moment and she's been in my life. Um, for the past three months and it seems so promising and she's a little bit older than me and she's she's super emotionally intelligent and so, like she's a beautiful girl like I, I genuinely adore her um, but like and she, she's sitting with me in this like I'm having conversations like like our communication is really good I'm having conversations yeah. about this like that I'm yeah. still latching myself onto an ex-partner yeah um, and she under- she's sitting with me in it she's, she's helping me sort of navigate through it yeah, um, and with no man. judgment you know I mean and, and yeah. I think often as humans, and I, I'm guilty of this. If, if say she started was talking about her ex partner, maybe like you, you'd feel like the ego comes into it. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But like we're, we've we've set really good foundations, and I really hope it goes somewhere. We have set really good foundations that we can have conversations like this, and like 
and understand that like it's kind of normal. Like you're not going to just get over someone that you really cared for yeah, yeah, instantly. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Nah. It's going to take it's going to take a process, and for some people, it's going to take longer than others. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, the, yeah, there's no there's no timeline of events that you have. Like it's not 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 a it's not a it's not a destination that you have to be at in a certain time period. It's a destination that you go through as a human being, and you kind of have to have to kind of navigate it yourself and kind mm. of do something other with your situation and with the understanding that this woman's shown you and now you've communicated that with her it's like to me it says okay now the only thing to let go now is just to just to make peace with peace with that energy of the past in that way i think it's just like as well like i've 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 just got to forgive me it's like it's of course she was she was lovely my ex 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 partner she was lovely for sure like we have changed completely. We're all different humans. We all grow and evolve and become different humans in a sense. Like each five years, I reckon, I think we've become different yeah, humans almost from experiences and stuff like that. Mate, if, if, if you make a 1% improvement as a human being over 30 days, you're a different fucking human to the human that I knew 30 days ago. Simple as that. 100%. 100%. But no, I feel like the world we live in as well, people don't take that into account. It's like you could, you could have done something that happened years ago and people will still latch you to that almost. It's yeah, like, mate. and it's like, it's like people don't ever take, and I'm guilty of that too. Like you don't take into account, like, man, we grow and evolve. As you said, like it could be 30 days and you're a completely different person. Mate, a hundred percent. You can, you can totally realign yourself, your energy and your whole being in 30 days. Mm. And then in 60 days, you could be, you could, you could have formed a totally new set of habits and, mm. and be totally operating on a different frequency as mm. a human being. And that'll attract a totally different set of events into your entire life. Mm. And it's just like, it's just a case of you choosing how you want to do, do you want to make that decision for yourself or, do, or don't you? Yeah. Look at Mitchell Orville and everything he's done in life and how he's changed his life, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, like you know what I mean? Going from going from the the drugs, the alcohol, the party, and all that life to being the dad, to 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 to, to doing breath work, to meditation, mm. to to just being a kind kinder yeah. human, not only to himself but to his family mm. and to and to the world, bro. Yeah, even Russell Brand, very similar, Fuck, very same similar. Thing, yeah. yeah, like yeah. we're all in this, just this journey. We're all just trying to navigate life. Like we're all just trying yeah. to improve and get better. Like. Like I have some people growing up, they're drug affected and stuff like that in in my life, and it's like at times you're like, man, like pull your shit together, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you kind yeah, of just yeah, want to yeah. smack them across the yeah, head, like come yeah. on. But it's like they don't want to be there. They don't want to yeah. like be suffering. That's trauma. That's trauma. They don't want to be suffering. They just yeah. don't know how. And yeah. I think a lot of times people just don't know how to navigate. People don't know the answer to the question that they're asking. They're yeah. looking for the answer. They just don't, they can't find it. They don't know where to look. Yeah, you know what yeah I mean, yeah. so it's like it's always. And and I'll tell you where to look. Always within. Mm. Always within. Always. That is the only place that you ever need to look. Nothing externally will ever give you the validation or the or the <laughs> or the or the insights that you need to 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 get, go forward. Nothing externally. Not the cars. Not the beautiful women. Not not the fucking not houses. Money. Not the money. Not the gold medal. Not the bronze medal. Not any fucking thing. No external. Nothing external allows you to move forward nothing or be at peace with yourself no yeah 100% bro yeah I've always chased external validation and I'm very aware of it I've always chased it because it's like in my head my inner critic's telling me when I achieve that I I will be be happy happy. but it's like even when it's like I'm never I'm never gonna you're never gonna find happiness externally as you said you're never gonna find it and it's like it doesn't exist bro there's no happiness in other things Mm. the happiness is always within you and it's always there. Mm. People are like saying that 
I'll be happy when I lose 10 kilos. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Be happy with yourself now and you'll mm. just drop the 10 kilos off anyway. Yeah. Because you're happier. Mm. Like, so true. <laughs> yeah, you're positive about that look on life. <laughs> do, you know what I mean? do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, it's never, it's never, it, you don't, you don't, Fuck me, bro! Like it's, yeah. it's it's so it's so. I did a I did a breath work um like this this day uh, I men workshop so they're, they're up yeah, on the Gold Coast yeah. they're legends. I, which which one which one are you on? Uh, I did the King. I've done King Warrior and then I did just like the it was like a, I forget like a day single day. But um, I did, level I, one. Level I did one I did Call to Be Conscious hey. one day workshop the literally like two weeks ago, bro. How good is it? Fucking brilliant, bro. Breath work, breath work, Man. breath work, and meditation, bro. Different level, hectic. bro. Hectic. Open, go on, open people's minds to this. Go Man, on. hectic. All right, so I've I had a weird upbringing, like substances and stuff like that were pretty normal where I was from growing up and and, and stuff like that, and like nothing has affected me more than that breath work. Yeah, that breath work. Like was honestly one of the most like euphoric. It's so hard to articulate. I cried, bro. So so did I. I was like, I was, I was like, it looked like I had cerebral palsy, man. Genuinely, like, yeah, 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 like yeah, the, yeah. everyone was saying, like, coming up to me, the convulsing. Uh, you start to convulse. Hectic, yeah. hectic. But then I had this overwhelming like thing rush over my body, like, like as we were just talking about. I've searched my whole life for happiness externally. Yes, and it's like, yes. It was like something just said to me when I was doing this breath work. You have all the answers inside of you. you Fucking I mean? buzz, genuinely, man. and I had that feeling. <laughs> I'm so hyped like, for you, right? It now. was just like, like that. I was just like, I was sitting there afterwards, and like the room, the energy in the room was hectic. I'm just sitting there, like trying to gather myself. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, what just happened? Like that was like a that simple. It was such a simple, like, like three words. It's, you know what I mean? You have it inside yeah, of you. Yes, yes. You know what I mean, like, bro. Uh, honestly, this is gonna be. This is gonna move so many people's lives, mate. Because if you if you just inherently just hear what you've just said mm. there, as the audience, it's like everything is within you, mm. right? There's nothing externally that you need right now. Mm. So that Tesla you're going to buy just because you want to turn up a burly <laughs> path, you don't need it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That 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 pair of Gucci shoes that you're going to buy because you have to look a certain way. Mm. Why? Yeah, the world's just. It's ca- it's capitalist. The world is just making us think that we need that. We, yeah. You don't like, and I, I I'm gonna try my best, and and I'm gonna be successful, mate. And I'm gonna have mate, nice you, cars, nice. It's set, already you know? there. You're already yeah. successful. Hundred percent. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. that's what. That's the whole point, yeah. bro. You don't. It's not about trying to be successful. You are successful. You you are doing the best that you have with the with the mindset that you have right now mm. and you are working to improve every day mm. so you will get more of whatever you deserve because you're working, working yeah. on that yeah yeah Simple, it, all just, it all just happens like i'm a massive one i've never ever chased money yeah. never chased money i'm a big believer if you're passionate about what you do and you really love what you do money or it will find it'll, you. It will just come. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm. I don't have much money, mate. But it's like I don't worry about it. That's for sure. Because yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. I'm just. I'm. I'm the luckiest guy on earth. I get to box every single day of my life. You are lucky, bro. I, I travel. Right? I travel. I travel the world doing what I love. Usually without COVID. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm. I count my blessings every day, man. I'm bro, so lucky. I, I, I fucking resonate so much with that mm. statement. It's the fact that I fucking love this podcast, mate. And I love the lives that it touches, mate. Yes. And I and I fucking believe in that. Yes, 
could sponsors help and and blow this thing up to more ears? Of course, but I'm not going to go out and fucking try and start making deals over here and all that. No, that will I'll just attract mm-hmm. that because I love this, yeah. and I love the art of doing the reps in podcast. Self love and self confidence, though. You got to believe in yourself. Yeah, 100%. you got to believe that you, you got to understand your worth. Yeah. And it's like you don't need to go looking for it. Yeah. Understand your worth and your self love. It should it, it should it, come to you. It'll turn up, mate. Yeah. It'll turn up. Oh, yeah. fucking, mate, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, mate. I fully get it. I fully get it. Like mm. I just I just think that this 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 depth of conversation is what the world needs. Mm. It's, do you know what I mean? Like the world needs to hear this because you to the world are an Olympic athlete, right? Who's gone on and achieved a medal at a, at a games 30 years in this country's history, the first one to do it in 30 fucking years. And everyone's like, oh, look at, look at, and, 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 and they're looking like there's a void between you and them, but there isn't. The reality is, mate, I am no different to anyone. I always, I was, I was, yeah. talk, I was talking to my old high school uh, yesterday, actually yeah, via yeah, Zoom. Yeah, and I was talking to him, and I said to the young people in, in the in the room and on via Zoom, I was just like, I am no different to you. Yeah, I am no different to anyone. Perception. In this room. Yeah, it's like, don't, like we often put people. It's like Donald Trump or the Queen. They're really famous people, and we yeah, put them yeah. up on this pedestal. Yeah, they're human. They yeah. have emotion. They're they're battling their own things that yeah. we wouldn't know about. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. like we're all just human. You know what I mean. And it's like we often put people up on this pedestal. But I just said to these kids, I am no different to you. And if you believe in yourself enough, and you chase something hard enough, and you want it hard enough, you can achieve whatever you want. The, Anything. It's like the world's a big blank canvas, and it's like you can paint it any which way you want to paint it. But you just got to show the intent of turning up authentically to be able to paint the world the color you want to paint it, right? And there's no right or like. And there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you could do anything, and it's like as long as it feels right to you, as long as you're not hurting someone. That's the only thing that I think. As long as you're not hurting other people, yeah, 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 yeah. you mean like physically or emotionally. Like if it feels right to you, mate, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, as long as it feels right to you and it's your calling, mate. Honestly, go hard, go hard. Fucking mate, uh, is is our mindset coaches in the Australian team? Uh, I I personally do like a lot of like I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, audio books and stuff like that, and and I've just I've just always been very inquisitive. And, and the Reach Foundation, who's a foundation that I talk talk of a lot, um, they entered my life when I was about sixteen. Um, at a bit of a crossroads. Mates were going down a path of playing up and and doing what teenagers do. I was about yeah. sixteen. How long had you been boxing for? then so i started when i was nine yeah yeah so seven years seven years yeah, yeah, yeah. um and i was having no success right so yeah. it's like i was at that crossroads where it's like i'm holding on to this dream that like can i even achieve it it's like i keep fucking losing and failing and i'm having those self-doubts and i'm you know what i mean but but the six but i just want i just want people to understand the success mm. is turning up and doing that rep mm. That is the success. You know, the six, the success in this podcast isn't measured by the fact of me against Joe Rogan, mm. right? The success is, have I turned up mm. as my best version of myself and put in the time and effort and done it in the for the right reason yeah. and with the right intent? Yes, okay, cool. I don't have to worry about nothing else. Yeah. Like, it will find the right people. It'll all work out. Yeah. Everything else works out between the lines. But, but it's like... When you when you when you say that you you failed or you've had no success, you did. 
Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, you did. It's, that's not true. Yeah. The, tr- the truth is, from eight, nine years old, you turned up in the boxing gym. Yes, you're at a crossroads at 16 years old, but it's not true that you'd not had any success because yeah. you that had instilled so much, so much groundwork <laughs> within you, mate. That you can't, that you can't even. There's so much groundwork in that in that seven, eight, nine years, bro. Like you're learning and evolving always. And yeah, I, I just felt like the Reach Foundation. They come into my life at that point where I was like. Oh, do I, do I just, you know, everyone's tradies back home. Do I just go down that path? You know what I mean? And Cause you were a plumber, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I've always had the philosophy. If it works for boxing, it works for me. So any job that works and I can get money and, and still chase my dream, then I'll do it. I don't yeah, know yeah. what it is. I'll, yeah. mate, I'll pack boxes. I'll, you know, I mean, as long as it's like works for boxing, mate, I'll work, I'll do it for sure. So, um, but yeah, the Reach Foundation, I like, entered my life. And honestly, through that journey of the Reach Foundation, I was able to like delve into myself and like be okay with what I found. And so like, what are Reach? So that for the audience at home that don't know what Reach are. Yeah, so the Reach Foundation is a youth organization. Um, so it's like based from about 12-year-olds to 18-year-olds. Yeah. They do a lot of community engagement, school workshops. And it's all about like like young people realizing their full potential. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. like expressing themselves however they want, realizing their full potential. Because like, I don't know if you remember being a teenager. Fucking right, I do. Anything, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything that like happened at that at that time, I just remember being a teenager and it's like, you thought it was the end of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're emo- the world's so confusing. The emotions. The emotions are so high. Your body's changing a lot. And at that time, it's just so like, it's so hard to navigate and understand the world and understand yourself. Yeah. But Reach gives young people the platform to delve in and express themselves however they want. They put, they do challenges and stuff like that and yeah, yeah. and allow the young people to express themselves and, and ver- say things out loud free of judgment um, yeah I like yeah, that and just understand themselves the world more. needs more of that 100% I'll put a link to the I'll get you to give me the link, yeah, yeah, yeah. link. I'll put yeah. a link in the podcast description yes yes because, they, because because the world needs to be needs more of that right now more than ever 100%. you know how much I think about this all the time because as I was just saying like I think about when I was a teenager I thought the, the world was ending and there was nothing like what's going on now Yeah, and it's like it's like imagine what these young people are going through right now like the world they can't see their friends they can't socialise these are like core values you need to like become yeah. a good human it's like so being able to talk to someone yeah. and, and, and now people are locked at home like I just feel our young people will be struggling the most like, yeah, more than anyone, mate. Mate, hundred percent. Like the suicide rate in in Australia alone, in 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 cities like Melbourne, is through the roof, bro. Like, and and the the amount of 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 news about suicides, about people dying from the vaccine, and all this stuff that is suppressed just because it doesn't fit the narrative of what's trying to be fitted at the moment. Do you know what I'm saying? And it, it's not about whether you're pro this or pro that. Just it's just about like. People should have a choice, and people should and and to lock a whole six to lock six million people down, right? For what inherently is, yes, it's it's a it's a bad it's a bad bad, fr- bad case of the flu, a, yeah. bad case of the flu that that can kill people with underlying health conditions. It is real, yeah, and it and it is a threat to some people in society. One hundred percent. But to you imagine growing up as a kid in this environment right now, right? You 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 got no chance, bro. You can't kick a ball around with your mates. Mm. You, you're trapped in your house. Yeah, Pe- there's people self harming, bro. Yeah. And it's like you have to ask yourself the question at that at that rate. Then is 
is is this worse? Is, yeah, is a remedy worse than yeah? Is your cure worse than what what the, the natural f- disease? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think about that about that all the time, mate. And like, I'm I'm just feeling for them at the moment because, mate, the world that we live in right now, everyone's talking about mental health so much, and like, I almost don't know if young people need to hear it as much as what they do. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, I remember being a kid. Like, he's so young and naive. Of course, teenagers are a little bit different, but before that. Kids are, kids are now self-harming earlier. Yeah, yeah. You mean, they're hearing their parents, oh, I'm so anxious. Like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, hearing yeah. that. You mean, and kids can't really decipher, I don't think, like, what the fuck the world's about. Yeah. They don't really, they think, they see their mum sad and anxious and worked up. They're almost going to probably think that it's because of them or like, yeah. it's something they did and then they go into a show, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know, I, I know, I know, mate. The, the, the lockdowns in all the countries are going to affect the next generation, the, the, the next 15, 20 years, mm. is going to affect every relationship that every young man and young woman have together. Mm. These these things that they've instilled in people through this through this last two years, mm. like the negativity, bro, that goes around. Yeah, right. And it's not about picking one side or the other. It's just like all I want for the whole for the whole of Australia right now is like, and we're a laughing stock to the yeah. world as a country right? at the moment. Yeah, and all it is is like just just allow people that want to get the vaccine, allow them to have this vaccine. Mm. The people that don't want to get the vaccine, allow them not to have the vaccine. Mm. It's their fucking body, bro. Yeah. And and we've got to stop. People who've had it should not look at people that haven't had mm. it and, and be judging them. Mm. It's like, and, and same vice versa. Mm. Like you don't need to judge people about this shit. Yeah. I, I, I had this thought like, like it was more so for females. Like the reality is this was made so quickly and, and I trust, like I'm, I have to be back. I got vaccinated for the Olympics. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. almost like we weren't forced, but they definitely pressured us to get it for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't care less. Like some of the stuff I've chucked in my body before, you know what I mean? I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah, oh, like yeah. is what it is. It's from yeah. my dream. But like, yeah. I thought about like, like the girls in the team, they're the ones who have got to have kids. Yeah. Like they have babies yeah, inside yeah. them. Like, could that fuck up? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. is that potentially going to yeah. like, because we don't know. No we, one knows. We, 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 you don't know. Yeah, you don't. You don't know. It could. It could. It could nuke a whole generation of males worth of sperm count. We don't know. Yeah. There isn't enough data. I don't care. There's so many things that have been previously FDA approved that have then been un FDA approved. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it just so happens that the that, that the company that's making these vaccines has has got the biggest fine in financial history for for fucking fraud and yeah, and, yeah. and damaging people's health. So it's like, well. You got every right to question it. That's why pro-choice is the best is mm. the best line to be on. It's like don't have I, I, I don't I couldn't care less if if Dave down the road takes it. I got I'm I'm still going to talk to him. Yeah. But but Dave shouldn't care less whether I don't take it either. Yeah. Like but the, I definitely feel like there's a there's there's some uh, like the way if you watch the news mm. you you you're getting indoctrinated into 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 being judgmental towards other people that were against your view. And it's just they're playing it against each other. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. It's honestly just so like I can't stand. I, the first thing I did when COVID happened last year was unfollow seven news, nine news, ten news on all my social media. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you followed them in the first place. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just so depressing. Yeah, because you know? yeah. like my parents watch the news, my dad yeah. reads the paper daily, and I like sometimes sit down like while they're watching. I'm like, fuck. There's one positive story out of thirty minutes. One positive story. The bro, rest is just negative. Bro, it's just, neg- it's just negativity. And like the language they use and stuff like that. I'm like, no wonder everyone's sort of on edge. Everything's unprecedented. Mm. Everything's the worst thing since sliced bread. Everything. Yeah. So this 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 is a good this is a good point because like 
you know, as a as a man that's gone to the Olympic Games, that needs to keep his mind free and and just concentrate on the job he's got at hand and everything he's trying to do in life and how he's trying to turn up. You you can't be getting any 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 outside noise that's negative into your mind to get in, to be able to get into the mindset of being an Olympian. Mm. Do you it's, know what I mean? Like we all have an inner critic, I think, inside of us for sure. And 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 I've one hundred percent got one, and and I like often sometimes talk to myself poorly, but like. I always just try my best to be as conscious as I can about who I'm seeing online. Like, yeah. Am I seeing? Are they are they building me up? Is it this positive? Is like, and I'm really conscious. I'll go through it and I'll follow people who like, like maybe I was mates them years ago, but they're like partying and playing up. Like I, I don't really want to see that shit anymore. So like, yeah, I get rid of them. I don't need to see it. Like, yeah, you know I mean like, and, and there's no disrespect to them. They can do whatever they want, but I don't need to see that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, and then if there's someone who is unfollowing who like always uploads some stuff like. I don't want to say. I just unfollow it. Like I, I don't. I don't yeah, care. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Like yeah. I just unfollow it. Get rid of it. Most yeah. of my, if not all, is just like stuff that builds me up, makes me happy. A yeah. lot of dogs, a lot of sport. Um, like so, a lot of motivational sort of stuff. You know, yeah. stuff that's going to lift me up. It's going to yeah. build me up in a positive way. Banter. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I like that stuff. You know, what I mean, I can't be fucked looking at shit as negative all the time. You know, what yeah. Mean? And and this and you, you tend to right. You tend as a this this is good for a lot of people to hear right now. It's the fact that you, you will always find what you go looking for. Mm, so true. right, right. I get this right. So if you're so, I guarantee the opinion you have on the vaccine right now is the one that you've gone looking for, mm. and you've found evidence to support your whatever, na- yeah, whatever your, your view, narrative. Yeah. Now. My personal view at this point in time is I I don't really want the vaccine, mm. but I asked myself the question this morning. Okay, Frankie, you don't want it. That's fair enough. But did you go out seeking information to support that? Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> like if I'm honest, if I'm honest, yeah. I, I went out and seeked information that supported my belief. Of course, that's right? what we do naturally. And, and it's like, well, hang on a minute. That's mm. not that's not objective, bro. Yeah. You got you got to go seek both yeah. sides of the story. The first thing is, so do you remember that um, Game Changers, the thing on Netflix about vegan? Yeah, vegan uh, so yeah, yeah. I remember I remember watching that and, and like I'm thinking, gee, I'm going vegan. You know, obviously yeah, 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 it's yeah, super yeah, yeah. like it's propaganda. You know what I mean? Like they're super one sided. And I was like, man, I'm going vegan. And then I told my SNC coach, and she sent me something instantly that yeah. was just the opposite view. Yeah, and it just made me think, oh f- fuck, I don't even know what to think yeah. anymore. You mean because there's just there's always two sides to every opinion and every story. Do, 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 do you know? Do you know the tr- the truth about diet? I believe is balanced. Mm, I believe balanced diet. Right? Simple. You can have a diet coke if you want, but you don't have to have five or six a day. You can have one a week or one a month, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the reality is like what what diet works for me might not work for you. 100% mate. You know I mean? You're just going to understand your body. You, you might you might be able to have pasta and make weight, mm. right? Some boxers might not even be able to go near that shit for the last two weeks of making weight because they'll just store it. Yeah. That's because... We're all different. We're all... We're, the mechanics of the, of, of the way we... The way we store, hold weight, absorb food and everything like that is inherently different in each human now when you watch things like that and get indoctrinated into being a vegan right which is which is which i've yeah. not, which i've not got an opinion on one way or the other yeah. I, I couldn't care that's what you do it makes yeah. you feel good but the problem is unless you've seen it from both sides how how do you know whether that's right for you because you might not be getting the right minerals in your body to be able to support what you do mm. right mm. you have to be fucking fully aware of that 
hundred percent. And and it's I, I just we're we're all guilty of this. We all blindly go and follow the we all we we all blindly go out and look for to think for things that support our narrative and our way of thinking. And the way that you think and the way that I'm always going to try towards is I always sit there with my journal, mate. And I'm like, why do I think like that? What 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 point in time did I decide that that was the ultimate truth? And yeah. and, and I want to know why. And then and then usually what happens is when I ask myself those fucking questions, there's no evidence to support my view, bro. Mm. And I'm like, fuck! I've gone through twenty years of my life with that view, and it and and I, I it's it's bollocks. Yeah. Like it's it's just complete shit. Do you, do you, I always I always think this. So like you you say something out loud that maybe you've heard it from from someone who you trusted early on in life. Yeah, yeah. And you've just believed it your whole life, and then you say it out loud to someone, and you're thinking that doesn't that's not fucking true. Like yeah. you you catch yourself going, yeah. I've and as soon as we said, I've believed that my whole life. Yeah, yeah. You mean, and then you say it out loud, you're thinking I've believed that my whole life. That's not fucking true. I just said it out loud. I'm thinking I'm thinking about it. That's not true. Yeah. It just shows like we what? are so like what could like what, something that could happen early on sticks with us forever. Whenever you say something along the lines of like all women are like this or all mm. this is like this or all yeah. any any statement that starts like that, you gotta say, Fucking hell, like, whoa, where did that come <laughs> from? Because like you you really have to stop yourself because inherently that, that is that is the biggest lie that you're telling yourself right there and then. Yeah. Nah, it's so true, mate. I I just think we're all we're all doing the best best we can with what we know. Simple as that. Like, yeah. And and we can sit here and judge people. And, and I and I'm not perfect, man. I judge people too, and and I try my best not to. But you know I mean we can sit here and judge people because they don't fit our views or they're not they're doing things that we don't agree with. But I truly believe we're doing the best we can with what we know, with what we've got. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Is, is it what what books have you read and mindset stuff have you done to to get to get to this level? Yeah, so probably Relentless is a really good book. Tim Grover, he's unreal. So he worked with Kobe Bryant and Michael yeah. Jordan um, and heaps of other uh, NBA, Dwayne Wade, a few other NBA players, really successful in that world. And, and he's like, I really like his mindset when it comes to high-performance environments and high-performance sport. Yeah. Um, then there's people like Gabor Mate, who I mentioned before, really really big on like childhood trauma, stuff like that. I like Russell Brand, although he's sometimes a little bit too full-on. I, I, I do like listening to him as well. Joe Dispenza... Ed Millett, like there's heaps of people that I really enjoy. Joe Rogan, of course, as well. Yeah. Dr. Khan, who who I mentioned before, that yeah, Muslim yeah, lady, yeah, she's yeah. a legend. Like heaps of these people, like make me question my opinions and question my beliefs. It makes me think so much more, just in depth. Like I'm such an in depth thinker, and I love it. I I, I love the fact that today we can showcase the 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 the, the true mindset and and power behind boxing because people think it's because it is a it is a sport that's you're right it's associated with a low socio-economic environment mm. and coming from a harder place trying to get to a better place but the but the but the mindset and the way you sharpen your mind and, that, and then it opens up all these other avenues is a classic reason why most people should do boxing mm. Like it just shows you because like it's growth mindset. Yeah, That's all it is. You're going out and seeking more information and more learnings and more this. And how's that bad for any human? So true, mate. Like, so true. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There's never enough learning that we can do. When when have you ever gone and when when have you ever gone and seeked more information to learn more about yourself or about life and and ever felt less empowered by it? <laughs> yeah. Like really? Like yeah. when you think about it. So true. And this, the thing is, the world we live in now. 
anyone who says, oh, I can't find a home workout or I can't do this, mate, everything is on our phone. Yeah. Everything's so accessible. Yeah. Podcasts, yeah. mindset, meditation. There's so many things out there that can help. That can just be like that little tool that's going to help you just improve that 1%, half a percent. Might not even move, and you move just a little bit. But if you're moving just that touch or growing or evolving, like that's better than you were yesterday. That's all that matters. You've yeah. just got to have that mindset. And there's that, that old saying like, you surround yourself with five uh, five rich people, you're going to become the six. Yeah, you surround yourself yeah, yeah. with five idiots, you're going to become the six. It's who you involve your world, yeah. who are you listening to all the time, who are you seeing all the time. Are they lifting you up and making you feel good or are they not? And if yeah. they're not, start thinking why and understanding yeah. it. And if you need to pull yourself away from that, do that. Always take care of yourself first. Yeah, and and be unequivocal in doing so. Mm. Like, like if I if you came here today and I made you f- like if you, every time you come into contact with another human being you are you never leave the same bro you either leave feeling more empowered and more filled up or less simple as that you never you never if me and you have a conversation which we are doing right now obviously <laughs> like and you leave this building and you feel less than what you felt walked in or less less anything then you know that that you do not spend more time with me because that's not good for you. Yeah. Like, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think as well, like you've always just got to, cause we often have people in our life. Sometimes we can't even help because there might be family members like that don't serve us. They don't lift us up. They don't make us feel good. And sometimes yeah. we can't help that, which I totally understand. But like, I truly believe like, like you just need to try your best to always put yourself first, your needs first. Yeah. And make sure you're treating yourself kindly and then your other relationships, you will then flourish. Flourish. And you will then attract people who accept you for whatever you yeah. are, whoever you are, and whoever you want to be. So that's why, like, there's that saying, you know, we all wear masks. We all wear masks. Yeah, you know, like, like, play a role that we often think. But it's like, if you take that mask off, just people are going to love you with the mask on, and they're going to, people are going to hate you with the mask on. Yeah. And it's going to be the same when you take the mask off. So why even have the fucking mask on? Just be you, and you will attract people who accept you for you. Simple as that. That's okay, what I, I, I truly fucking, believe. I that. fucking love it, man. I truly believe I that it. because yeah, that that's that's why it's like the, the people that listen to these podcasts and that have listened for a long time will always hear me talking about you know things that I'm overcoming or mm. you know this time when I thought you know I had this negative thought process about like love with my mom or a bad relationship and you've talked about you know your regrets in the past and certain things that you've learned through through having these relationships. It's like. That vulnerability, there's power in that vulnerability. And the power is the fact that humans want to see other humans grow inherently. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They, 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 they want that. They want, they want to see that and they want to understand it. And it's like, so why not just show them, show other humans the same thing? Mm. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't, you can't, you can't, by hiding behind the version of what, of, of the person that you think that the people you're surrounding yourself with, with want, want to, to see means that you're denying yourself from your true people that are out there for you yeah. that actually would just love the real you yeah and the, and and not only that you're giving yourself fucking anxiety yeah through the roof because you're playing a role and you're you're, you're thinking you had like i i felt this that's just half the reason why i painted my nails right so yeah. like when i was younger i felt there was just so much pushed on me by society about how a male is supposed to act how someone from this area is supposed to act, how a gas side supposed to act from like my teachers, from my family, yeah. from all these people. And I, fa- and I often played that role. Yeah. And it was like all my childhood, I played that role and I was just like, Oh, this doesn't feel authentic. And I knew it deep down. It almost made me feel sick. Yeah. Like, and then when I started met the reach foundation, they were pivotal in that. 
and I just started this process of trying to understand myself more and I'm still on this journey and it'll probably never end. Like I'm always Mate, learning something new about just myself. It. It's not meant to end. Nah, it's, and it's not meant to exciting. End. Like I'm I'm excited about it. and even if it's bad stuff, like at least I've like like I'm I'm okay with it. I'm sitting in it like I'm trying to love myself completely for the good, the bad and the ugly. I have plenty of ugly and bad shit inside of me. We all do. Yeah. yeah sometimes yeah, we can't even help it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Mate, none of it there's not there's not one human being in the world that doesn't have it. Mm. Yeah, but there's not one human being in the world that doesn't have the love, the light, and everything else inside of them as well. Yeah, and it's like when you when you see it for what it is. Yeah, like you can really become it. So you know true, I mean? and it's like it's often as well. So I heard this good analogy from a good friend. I was on a podcast with him. He said we have two wolves inside of us: the light and the dark wolf. Yeah, and it's like what wolf gets more power? It's the one we feed the most. Yeah, and it's like if you're gonna feed that negative wolf, you mean constantly, yeah. you're the one that talks bad to yourself internally. If you want to feed that wolf more and listen to that voice and, and start talking to yourself like that, that's going to be more predominant than the, than the light wolf. But if you turn that on its head and you're building yourself up with love, I wake up every morning, I say some things in the mirror, I am enough, I am worthy of love, you mean I am powerful, I'm strong. Yeah, yeah, all this stuff I say and I look myself in the mirror, you mean, and, I, and I've been doing it for now for about three, four months and I really think it helps, man. It's just more positive talk. I talk to myself extremely negative sometimes. Um, but it's just I'm trying to change that narrative with myself, that relationship with myself, because it's like that's really all we have at the end of the day. It's just the relationship we have with ourselves. Yeah, right? mate. Because it's shit, like what the fuck? Because who's the only person that you can't get away from in life? It's yourself mm. and how you feel and how you turn up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying. I'm just trying, and I'm I'm loving the journey. I'm I'm learning new things and I'm trying trialing things. And one of the things that I love most about myself is my willingness to try and do. Anything. Adapt, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing that I wouldn't try, and there's nothing that I wouldn't do. I would almost try anything, and I'd like, even if it was something that I completely hated, I'd probably still give it a go and just be like, I'm going to learn something from that. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to learn something from it. Talk to me about the first day that you started ballet. Oh, mate. So I've always, always wanted to try it. Um, but yeah, it was, I was in a class, and there was um, a teacher, and they're really strict at my school, and I love that. I love like strict discipline. Like you, you can't turn your back to the bar. You can't have chewing gum. You can't. Have, there's so many rules, and um, I, just I, think, I like, did not. I did not realize there was so many rules in ballet, bro. Mm, that's some. That's some hectic. Of shit. course, each each school is different, but I really like. That's why I think I've always been attracted to. I really like the militant approach to things. Um, but I, I absolutely love it, mate. It's really hard. It's really difficult, mate. It's phenomenally yeah, hard, bro. Yeah. As part of the ballet, were you doing ballet as more of like the stretch work for boxing, or were you doing were you doing ballet like on the toes and all that kind of stuff? So I was doing like proper ballet. So it was like it's there's so many like things that I think have helped. It's like the power through the legs, coordination, and as well, just doing anything that you're bad at. You're like yeah. your pro- your progression. You're a lot. You progress a lot quicker. Like when you're bad at things, you. Know, but when you're good at things, like you make like half a percent of progression a yeah, day. Like, you like, can't even like, notice like, it. Like, like a little lethal. And like, the way I want to explain it to the audience is like like if you've been throwing the double jab since you were eight years old, you're inherently good at the double jab. But but what you're talking about, so you're not going to see the little little point one percent speed increments and everything over that time frame but what you're saying is because you, you don't know any ballet yeah. and then you start ballet and then three months later you're now you're now proficient and you understand yeah, it you that's a understand. massive there's yeah. a massive growth period there it's a good feeling I really like doing things that I've, I'm really bad at and like that I've never done before because it's like you're learning capabilities you remember being a kid yeah. you, your brain is like a sponge everything you hear you're learning so quickly it's like when I do things that I'm really bad at and it yeah. humbles me 
I learned my learning capabilities in other aspects of my life really improved too because I'm progressing really quickly at this thing. Yeah. And then it's like making me positive. I'm thinking, fuck, I'm, I'm yeah, actually getting better yeah, at this. I'm understanding things a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's then integrating. I notice it integrating to the rest of my life as well. There's a saying in BJJ and it's always be a white belt. Yeah. Right? And I love, <laughs> I love that analogy for life. Yeah. And I, I, I've never done BJJ or tried BJJ. It's something, something I will go into, into path of, but it's like, I always take that mentality into everything I do now. I, cause, cause like ego is one of these things that when you start doing something, you start getting a little bit of good feedback from it. And this and everything, you can start to feel that ego saying, go on, you're the best. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> mate. And the ego's a fucking devil fuck sometimes. Bro, bro, bro. Another, I, I've, I have to fucking literally wrestle mine, bro. Like, and, and I don't mean it, like, and, and we all have them. We all 100%. 100% everyone has them, bro. I, I, I was speaking to this IFBB girl the other day on Instagram and she was telling me how good looking she is and I was like, what the fuck did that come from? Yeah. And like, wh- and what, when did you become so detached that you have to say that? Yeah. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, 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 that to me tells me there's something wrong right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, you know, we, we're just mates, there's nothing going on there. But what I'm saying is like that, just, that, just, that, that, that statement, I thought, why, why, why did I, why when she said that, did I go, and yeah. feel a bit, I feel a bit weird. And it's because I'm, it's because now I understand that, Fuck man, like just check them with your ego, man. Yeah, How, yeah. Like, that that that's an ego, that's an egotistical thing to say, and that's her. That's obviously her thing to deal with, and her and she's obviously and don't judge her for that. Like no, let no. let her deal with that, yeah, and yeah. she's got to deal with that in her own way, and she's going for her own journey. But but under but what's that telling you about yourself? And what that told me about myself was like, just sit with yourself for a moment, and just and just check in, and be just like, and just make sure that you're you're doing everything for the right reason yeah. and, and, and like do you know what I mean and it's really fucking helpful yeah. bro 100% man 100% man I'm busting for a piece Is yeah, yeah, yeah hold on hold on we're, we're back your two boys had to go take a toilet break we were just, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were just dropping we were just dropping some absolute fire right but then you know not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, <laughs> hey, I listen to Joe Rogan sometimes, mate. He he barely goes. To, he goes like just three hour podcast. I swear he never takes a yeah. piss, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know whether uh, Isaac will edit out the uh, the piss. <laughs> he, he just looks at me and he just goes, "Could I take a piss, bro?" Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. We, we we're talking about we're talking about boxing off egos and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And all that razzmatazz. But what I want to go into now, mate, in in this section really is the fact of like, you know what I mean? Just like everything you've been through in terms of qualifying for, for the games, you know what I mean? And getting to, and getting to the Olympic Games, bruv. Like, w- like what it meant to you. Yeah, so the Olympic dream for me started when I was seven, even before I started boxing. So Grant Hackett, 2004. I, like I didn't fully understand the world and I was watching my whole family captivated by that one moment, you know what I mean? And, and it was like, in that moment, I think I was just like, I want to achieve, achieve something like yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as well, 2005, um, Socceroos beating Uruguay to qualify for the World Cup. That was massive. I just remember that. Like Moments like that really formed the Olympic dream or like the represent Australia dream, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, And then for me, like the Olympic dream, you're like I've failed to make the Olympics on five different occasions. Um, five different occasions. Five different occasions. So once for the Youth Olympics, um, twice for Rio at 2016 Olympics, and then twice for these Olympics I missed out on. Just 
how is it right when you miss out on Olympics like Rio? Mm-hmm. How hard is it waiting that amount of time and then having the delay? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I look. I look back now. I was eighteen at the time, man, and I was so young and naive. And like, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly went to that tournament like thinking I'm capable of winning an Olympic gold medal. And I look back now, and I'm like, mate, I was being so disrespectful to some of the top athletes back yeah, then. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the more I understand now about the boxing community and the boxing world, like, I had no right to have that belief back then. But I was just young, naive, and brazen. You mean you think you can? You think you're invincible, mate? You got, and you, you kind of got to have that. You got to have that you've too. Got, you've got to have that. But what a lot of people don't understand is, you've got countries in the that that are boxing institutions like Cuba that are never that are never really allowed to go pro if they stay in Cuba, right? So you've got amateurs in there that you might be boxing against that might be, you might turn up at 18 from Australia in the in the Rio Olympics, but you're boxing against a Cuban that's been to three Olympics already <laughs> and he's 32 and he's unbelievable, right? Unfucking believable like Mario Kindlin or someone like that. Like, what the fuck? Like, you, 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 people got to understand that, that, that like, he, like you, you, you won the game to even be um, at that age, to be yeah. even... To even in the selection process for your country, bro, like at 18 years old. I look, I look now and like, of course, like that, it really sucked at that time, man. Like I was really struggling after not, not succeeding. And, um, like I had, I had posters up on my wall and, and, and I remember like waking up, I was struggling to sleep and waking up in the night, pouring down the posters and stuff like that. It was, it was like, it really sucked, man. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but I look back now, I'm so grateful I didn't make it, man. I probably would have lost my first fight, got the shit punched out of me. And then, who knows? Maybe giving up boxing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think yeah. I would have. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I may, may not have had the drive as much. Yeah. It's like the last five years since 2016, I've had to work my ass off, man. I've worked. How my much ass better off. does it feel that to get that bronze medal now, though? So um, of course it's like, like I wanted that gold, man, and, and and like I'm still happy with bronze, and and I'm proud of myself. Um, but like it's just like the longest journey, man, to get there. Yeah. Um. But like all in all, man, I'm proud of myself. Like I'm learning a lot about myself and I always show up and I always give everything to my preparation. And that's all we can do as athletes. Like, like realistically, man, I'm honest. I'm honest as fuck. Like I know in that weight division, there was 29 athletes, including myself. I know like I'm maybe about 10th best in, in that. And I'm, I'm realistic. You yeah. Know what I mean? You mean it's like it's like with the draw sometimes and stuff like that. You gotta, have, sh- you gotta have the right draw. Of course, I showed up. I showed up, and yeah. I could potentially beat those guys. Not, not, not. You mean I could, yeah. they, anybody can me. beat anybody of on course. the day? On yeah, the it's day. who shows up. Who yeah, shows yeah. up? And I know, like ability wise, ability wise, like I am not the most gifted in that weight division. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even be in the top four, and I know that. Yeah, but it's like it's almost like the universe rewarded me with the medal. Because it saw how much extras I was doing. It yeah. saw what I have endured to get to this point. And it's almost like it's rewarding me for that. So you had to be in the top 0.0.0.0.0.0.0.1% of the world to get to the last 29 at lightweight, right? To go from being in the top the top 29 or to being in the top four, like you're talking about, is another massive shift, bro. To be able to get a bronze medal at an Olympic Games in the after the, after all the work you've put in is, is is fantastic, man. Like it's phenomenal. Like you should you should hundred percent like just hats off to you, bro. I just I just hope that there's young people now. Like like I know. So when I was younger, when I went to first my first international tournament, it was in Samoa Youth Commonwealth Games, 2015. 
And I remember I drew England first up. England's really good in the Commonwealth. And I'm thinking, fuck. You mean? And I almost lost before I even got in the ring. Because you like, talked yourself. Who did you box? Uh, Dalton Smith. Oh, fuck, yeah. I know yeah. Dalton's Dalton Smith. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, pro Dal- now and he's But bro, Dal- Dalton's phenomenal, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. He's Dal- really good. Dal- Dalton is a phenomenal, phenomenal pro now. But yeah, I know his dad, man. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Al- Alan Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I did my I did my pro <laughs> trainer's license with his dad. Hey, yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, I know, Small I, world, I know, huh? I know the Smiths, bro. Yeah. The steel, the from, Chef, from, from steel, Sheffield. steel gym in Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's a pisser. Um, yeah, so I fought him, but I, I feel like sometimes the Australian culture, maybe when I was in it, was like growing up, it was like, oh, like that's Cuba, oh, that's America. Like you put them on this yeah, pedestal, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, it's like once you get there and once you get in there, like we're all human. We all got two arms and two legs, yeah, and they're, everyone's beatable. Everyone yeah. is beatable. We all have 24 hours in a day. We've all got two arms and two legs. It's if your mental game is strong enough, you yeah. can get in there and you could beat the best in the world. Hun- you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it even comes down to, at the level you're talking about, it even comes down to have a timed eating at the right time. Mm. Right? Because there's some lads that go in there at top level in, in, in amateurs, bro, and they might have eaten too late before a fight and they lose the speed. Because they, because they feel heavy, because they feel, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like every little thing that you do <laughs> at that level matters. Yeah. And it's like, if Dalton Smith, Dalton Smith could have, could have been World Amateur number one then, and you could have been like number 1,100. But if he ate half an hour before he fucking fought you, yeah. it's and mentally he, didn't show up. Like it's, it, yeah. if you mentally don't show up, yeah, like, 100%. you can get beaten by anyone. You know what I mean? That's why like, regardless of what the caliber of, the caliber of tournament that I'm fighting in, I always try my best to show up and prepare properly for every tournament. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's a state fight. doesn't matter if it's internationally at the Olympics. I always try my best to prepare and never overlook anyone. You start overlooking people, man, you're gonna, you'll get fixed up tomorrow. What, what, how did it end up with Dalton? Uh, he beat me. Split decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah but he, but, he's good. But, but, but mate, he's fun, he, like, mate, at that level, it's a chess match. Yeah. Like, at that level, it's a chess match with everybody because, like, you're you're all you're all you're all good, really. Like, like let's be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no shit fighters at that level, bro. There's not not really. Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone, everyone's everyone's got an, everyone's like d- doing doing top one percent shit to be yeah. at that level, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? 100%. I've seen I, I've seen some phenomenal fighters from third world countries, bro. Hundred like, percent. At that, le- I just say at that level, man, we're all like fairly similar ability wise we're all like reasonably fairly similar fitness wise as well like it's just who shows up mentally Mentals, yeah, it, yeah. Mentals. and it's the most important thing and it's for any any high performance environment if you are switched on between your ears like you I mean you should be a lot better than, than someone who's not switched on between their ears yeah you know yeah, what I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. like as long as you are aware of your mind and you're strong and you're and you're doing things that are constantly growing and evolving I think you'll be better stead than someone who's just sitting still treading water yeah you know what I mean like yeah. what what when you got when you're stood on when you were uh, let, before we go into that actually talk you know when you're boxing that Cuban mm. right on your way to that ring what were the thoughts going through your head uh, that was a hard fight, bro. Like, I'll be 100% honest. Um, I'm a massive one on visualization, and, and it was like, for every fight prior to the Olympics, I could I could see myself getting the decision. I could see myself boxing well. I could see myself boxing yep. smoothly. Yeah. For that Andy Cruz one before that fight, I was really struggling to see it, man. Yeah. Um, 
Because like, because of, because of how good you know the Cubans are, right? Yeah, yeah. And Brian, how good? Like I've idolized him for a long time. I really like his style. He's fucking good, man. He is fucking um, good, and he's and, fucking talented, bro. They all yeah, are, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's just like their style. Like um, I was uh, so there was some things in that fight that I was happy with that, that worked, and I can evolve that and I can grow yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, um, maybe I'm not capable yet of beating him, but I can fucking beat him. Anyone can beat him. Yeah, that's what you mean. I, but yeah. I'm going to learn from that, and I'm going to train harder, and and. If I ever get the opportunity again to fight him, like hopefully I, I do better next time, and um, I'll make sure I do better next time. Not hopefully, I'll yeah. make sure I do better next yeah. time. And um, but that, that that just goes that just goes to show you though the power of thought because even 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 though um, because that fight you, you for for some reason well obviously for it's, it, it, you know what I mean obviously we obviously know what reason it's for but it's like that fight is like. Is 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 probably the only fight out of all of them where you put yourself under a little bit more pressure, or you were, or you weren't seeing it as clearly as what you wanted to see it, and and maybe that maybe those maybe that was a one percent that made the difference. One hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mentally, and that's the thing. Like we, I can sit here and preach like myself. Like I believe in myself and stuff like that. But you mean like it was just hard to like visualize myself. Like, and I would have to like stop the visualisation, I would, I would open my eyes and then I'd be like, nah, scratch that out and I would have to go in a time and time again to refix and it would take ages. It would, it was like, I had to like almost force myself getting the yeah. decision, you know what I mean? It's like, and that's, and that's, and that's when you know that, yeah. that, in, it would have been great if you could have had more time to feel it rather than force it. Force it, exactly Because right. if you, if you'd felt it, you would have flowed. I bet, and I'm just hazarding yeah, yeah. a guess here, yeah. I bet, when you boxed him, whereas all the other fights, your hat, your hands and feet felt like they were moving in sync. I bet you felt like you were just one tenth off the pace through the whole fight. Yeah. Is that how you felt? Yeah, it's because like I was thinking, right? Yes. So, so if you watch the most successful athletes, the greatest, yeah, they're the ones who don't. It's all instinctual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. of course, they work really hard. They, but like Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, all instinctual. Kelly Slater, yes. all instinctual stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, and if you have to think about what you're doing, you're already a step behind. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck yes. That makes sense. So it's like, oh, the yes. more you can just train yourself and, and get better and, and like, it comes to that belief. You need to believe in your yeah. ability and you can just go in there and, and whatever happens, it, happens. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mate, uh, I was thinking too much in that fight. Yeah, 100%. You were, you were, you were trying to think Okay, if he throws that, I'll get around this. Yeah. But that's already too late then, because now, now he's now, just letting it happen. Now he he's is just, just flowing. He, he's he's in. He was in a state of flow, and you're in a state of chest. but but do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. And of course, you need to think about some of the things you're doing inside that ring. But I definitely notice the times I box the best are the times that I don't think about. I just back myself. I get in there, and it's like I can beat this guy. And it's like, I just believe in all the years of training. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me yeah, that yeah. moment, you know what I mean? But it's like, for that fight, because I knew how good he was, two-time world champion. You put you you put, you put him on a yeah. pedestal. Yeah, of course. And, and to get in there, I, and I knew, like, I had to think to, like about tactics that coach was giving me. And, and there were some things that were working. Like, there was obviously a loss of fight, but, like, there were some th- some things that I'm like, I, okay, I, I can evolve that. You mean, I can I yeah. can work on that. And there was so much that I could work on too. So, that all in all, mate, I'm not disappointed in my performance. And the thing is, as well, with that fight, like, I knew I lost the first two rounds. They tell it. So, I knew. I'm like, fuck off. So, I've lost the fight. It's like, I could have just danced around that third round, not got hit, just fuck. 
I went on the front foot because like I'll never die wondering, mate. Like I went on the front foot. I took more damage in the third round, one hundred fifty percent. But I'm so proud of myself, mate. That I, I'd rather go out of my sword and like have yeah. a red hot crack and show that Australian spirit than just yeah. dance around, lose a fight, like give up. Fuck that. Yeah. I'll never. I'll never do that. Never yeah. ever. And I'm proud of myself for that for that third round, mate. I think you can be proud of yourself the fact that you've given Australian kids in boxing a marker. A marker that hasn't been in this country for 30 fucking years, mate. <laughs> so you got, you, no, I'm serious, bro. You laugh. I'm fucking serious. Like, it's, it's that you've just, you, you've done what no other person's done for 30 fucking years. You've medaled at Olympic Games in boxing, bro. That's phenomenal, bro. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> mate, I, mate, I just you, hope there's young kids like Brisbane, Brisbane 2032 is coming around the corner. Like, I hope yeah. there is a young kid who've never won a gold medal in boxing. I hope there is someone that sees that and goes, I can do this. 100% bro, like home games is 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 that there'll be more investment going on in all the sports now because of because of the there'll be more investment in boxing because you meddled, mm. right? When Amir Khan and Audley Harrison meddled, um Audley Harrison first then Amir Khan meddled, Am- Amir Khan meddled in Greece. The money that went into boxing then allowed us to have more podium boxers, right? The the development center got more money. Yeah, Whoa. it's a roll-on effect, and I really do hope because boxing was fairly underfunded, mate, and it's understandable. It's we were massively underfunded. We yeah. weren't, we weren't winning medals, and that's so understandable. You, you give the money where it deserves because they're yeah. winning the medals, and I totally understand yeah. that. Yeah. But someone needed to break the grain, and I truly believe all six people from Australia that qualified were capable of winning a medal. Yeah, 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 um, yeah I truly yeah. believe that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. girls are boxing really well. Justice, Paulo, yeah. boxing beautiful. Alex, Alex boxing great. You know what I mean like they? Like, Mate. whatever happened, happened, but, like, at least someone. And, I, and I'm, of course, I'm happy it's me, but, like, yeah, I just hope next Olympics we can get one or two more. You yeah, know what I mean? you, like, well, it, it, boxing, boxing can only get better in this country because you've just allowed... Now that now that you've meddled, bro, there'll be there'll have there'll there'll be more funding, there'll be more sponsors, there'll be more there'll be more money in the game. Yeah, and and what happens is when Amir Khan, like I've just said, like when Amir Khan got that silver, bro, that that just getting a silver against American, it's like okay, cool, we've got to put some more money here then. Yeah, yeah. So we can get more medalists, yeah. and get more get more amateurs come yeah. through, and and that's why you see the talents of like the Dalton Smiths come through yeah, because yeah. of the money that went in at grassroots because of what happened with Amir yeah. Khan. They got a really good system there, bro. Really, I've been to Sheffield numerous times, and they've got a really good system. And bro. yeah, I really like the English people too. They always help out. Like the lady was wrapping my hands at the at the yeah, Olympics. You mean absolute legends. So they've got a good system, and they deserve the success because this, they've realised. This is how we get success, and they yeah. they're fucking getting it. The, the 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 reason why England has success, especially in boxing, and the reason why I believe like boxing in England for the next fifteen years is going to be like yeah. I reckon it's level. almost better than professional as well, almost better than America, man. But just America but, gets the bro. America gets the lights because it's a bigger country. But yeah. in terms of skilled boxers, mm. Europeans, bro, like. Hundred percent, hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. Europeans and it, it, East, Eastern Euro's phenomenal yeah. too. Like, yeah. but but that whole hotbed there, I know there are talented Americans. I get it, and yeah. they get all the lights and all the razzmatazz. Yeah. But if you look at what Eddie Hearn's done there with the zone deal and and then the and the and the youth system that's come through boxing, you have got to understand, kids haven't got as Australian kids inherently. Not all. Now I know I know you're talk, we've, we talked about low socio economic environments. Mm. 
But there's a lot more low socioeconomic environments in the UK. And oh, 100%. You've seen it, bruv. Yeah. And there's boxing gyms on every fucking corner. Like, there's about seven, 17 gyms per city. It's bro. a home. It's a home for these kids. Because you, know? because you can't understand. In England, some of these kids can't even... Their, their, their parents can't even afford fucking food, bro. In a first world country. Like, that's how fucking... Some of these... Like, you go live. You've been to Liverpool? 100%, yeah. Have you seen how much poverty is in hey, Liverpool? It's crazy. That's like, where my coach is from. The scares the scouser. Yeah. Yeah. And have you, you so. F- t- it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's hectic. Yeah. Bro. It's sad, bro. Because you always, like, even America, I've been to America too. Like, there's some serious third world conditions. And even in Australia, I think about yeah. the Northern Territory. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the one of the most successful countries in the world. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, and like, we literally yeah. have some third world conditions that no one ever talks about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, mate, I don't even know enough about it. So I can't even talk yeah, about yeah. third world conditions yeah. up north. But it's the same. It's the same, like, in England and, and America yeah. like all these places have some really rough areas and they're, yeah. and they're meant to be some of the best countries in the world you know what I mean but like like, but and that, that's what breeds that's, successful people yeah 100%, yeah. 100% bro and I and so, so are, you, are you planning on now going are you staying amateur yeah or uh, are you going to go pro so I've got to really understand the rules a bit more I believe we can do both in Australia we've just got to have that discussion with the Combat Institute and Boxing Australia and I think that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks um I'm 24. It's a really good age to turn pro. If I can do both, I'm going to try and do both. If I can't, probably going to turn pro men. Just because it's a really good age. I've done the Commonwealth yeah. Games. I've done the Olympics. I've been to two world championships. Yeah, but It's like, I love, the, I love the amateur system because I love traveling. I love yeah. being in a team environment. You don't have that as much when you're in a yeah. pro. Um, so I, like I, I actually watched you box in the Commonwealth Games. Hey, no shit. Yeah. yeah. So I was with Tom Stalker. Hey, yeah, Tom yeah. Stalker was there scouting for MGK, MTK Global. Yeah, MTK, yeah. And and we we watched you box, Mo. Hey, what, yeah, what, no shit. Because you gold medal there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, my, my turn pro, mate, there's been, obviously, since the Olympics, a lot of offers have been put on the table and I've just got to get home to Melbourne, mate, and discuss with my team and my family and, and, and see what like, feels right. And Yeah. Like, I've... Like, I'm in no rush. I'm 24. I'm in no rush. I, 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 yeah, fuck yeah. But, and mate, and um, I just think that, you know, to go through another whole cycle... Mm. It's tight, mate. It's, bro, it's, it's a young bro, man's sport. It's a young it's, man's it's, sport. It's, it's a young man's sport. And to looking at your body now, mm. you, you're going to want to progress up the weight, mm. right? Yeah? Yeah. Naturally. And naturally, right? You're naturally going to want to grow and fill into your man strength, as they term it in boxing, right? And to to go for another four year cycle, you're kind of in that fucking yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. it's it's just nonsense. Amateur boxing, man. It's just like it's fucking not, usually with that COVID, nonstop tournament after tournament, benchmark event. Yeah, you just like it's very rarely do you get like a, a one week off. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's for the whole year. It's like you're constantly on. It's like, at least in the pros, I understand at the start, it's like busy. Yeah. You have maybe having four or five fights a year. But then, like, in a few years' time, you're having two, three yeah, fights a year. Yeah, yeah. You're having, like, the big preps, big, yeah, big 10, ten week preps, and you fight, and then you have a couple of weeks off. You can relax, go on holiday with your missus, or yeah, you can do it, you know what yeah. I mean? It's a, I think it's a I little think, bit nicer I, for the body. I think uh, it, it's, it's nice for the body. You'll get, you, you, you need to start thinking about the fact that you've got a short time mm. between, between, you've got, realistically speaking, 
in my opinion, I don't think people should box past the age of 31, 32 yeah. because it's bad for your brain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just believe that. I, I really, 30 is a cut-off date. I think you've got six good years to make some good money, get some good sponsorship deals, have a good legacy in the pro game, yeah. have a good crack at it. Whatever happens, happens. You've done as much as you can in the amateurs. You've won a gold medal at the Commonwealth Games. You've got an Olympic fucking bronze medal. You've boxed the best in the world and you've been to all these other countries and you've learned a shitload of, shitload of yeah. things. Like, what more could you... What, you owe it to yourself really yeah. now to try the pro game. Yeah, and just that's the thing. It's a different game and, and it's almost like two completely different sports in a sense. Of course, it's just boxing, but like, like I'll have to change things and I'm excited, to be honest. It's like, it's a new, I love trying things. I love the, trying new things. The things that change from amateurs to pros is the fact that you have to sit down and learn how to sit down on the punches and trade in the pocket. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in whereas in the amateurs, you ain't got to, yeah. you, you ain't trading in the fucking pocket much nah, because yeah. you're on your toes, aren't Everyone, you? Everyone's <laughs> moving around so quick. I always think though as well, like, do you know Luke Campbell? You watch him much? Mm. I really like Luke Campbell. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably try and emulate, emulate like his style a bit in the pros. Yeah. He was like had a really good foundation boxing technique, had a similar amateur style. Yeah. And he transitioned that into the pros, was compact, neat, long. Brilliant. I really, I really Brilliant. like watching him. And I, I think I'm going to try probably emulate him if I turn pro. Yeah. Sure. I think, I think where, where, where Luke fell down was he gave, to, in, in his pro career, was he gave people too much fucking respect. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And not only that, he 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 fought he fought two top fucking two top fucking fighters in Lomachenko and um what's his name? Uh, was a gun, no. Oh fucking hell! The name's gone out of my head. But um, Lenares, Lenares, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's he, and 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 they're both what I term as clinical finishers. Yeah, yeah. Like they they like I know any I know you could say any fighter can put you out of one shot. Yeah. But these boys can literally switch your lights off yeah, or, yeah. or fucking put you on your ass. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't even know what hit you with it. Breaking mentally. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like I think he gave him too much respect. Yeah. But I agree with you. As a as a standout amateur, he was one of the standout amateurs. He was, yeah, he was really but good. I think you just gotta I think as you accentuate into the pro game, I just think where Luke went wrong is is is, is the sit down. It's like the sit down and the respect. He, yeah, yeah. You can't be you can't be giving people like them too much respect of at that course. level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking mad shit. But I'm just, I'm just excited for whatever the world throws at me, mate. Like, like any direction that I choose to go in, like I'll have a good time, and and like I always follow my gut, and I always try my best to be as instinctual, like listen to my gut feeling, and whatever feels right. Like I've got to talk to my team, and 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 they, they're like they make the decision too. Of course, it's yeah, my decision, yeah, yeah. but like they're part of it too. And and um, what and 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 what before we go, I want people to understand as well. Like you've been away from your family since February. Right, you've just come back from the Olympics after f- boxing for your country. You've just been in quarantine <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah, lock up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and then you're going back to Melbourne to to a lockdown. Right, is that lockdown? At the yeah, moment? yeah, lockdown at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, of course, man, it sucks. And 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 for chasing dreams or for for chasing any goal, like there there is some sacrifices and choices you need to make that sometimes they suck and they and. Yeah. It's like people often say it's not a sacrifice, it's a choice because it is a choice. But like, I do believe if I could do both, see my family and still be successful in boxing, um, yeah, yeah, I will obviously would, yeah, I would do both. But like, I haven't seen them for ages, and there's a lot that's happened in my life, obviously, over the last six months. And I'm just going to get home, mate, and show put that medal around your mom and dad, and yeah, yeah, see my coach and and see your coach, yeah, 79 years old, yeah. So, like, I just can't, I can't wait for that, mate, and, and see some of the boys back home. and um, I'm sure I'll be there for two weeks, mate. I'll be ready to piss off again. But like, I love being home and just seeing me mum and dad. And 
Like I can, I can tell they really miss me. You, you can hear on the, the voices on their phone, like when they. When so it's, it's so hard, mate, to um, to go through all that because at the end of the day, um, I, I've been away from my family for two years, bro. Like, and and it, sucks. It, it sucks. It sucks ass, mate. It sucks ass. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way to determine it, man. And it does, it does harm you as a human being. Like, it does take its toll on you. So, like, I, I, yeah. I understand yeah. why you go back there and why you willing to do another lockdown yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah, everyone, everyone, yeah. It's just like as well. And the thing is, like, they would be struggling as well. So it's like, if <laughs> yeah. I can just like go there and, and and support because they support me heaps. If I can just go there and. and and just be with my family and we can sit in whatever the fuck the world's going through right yeah, now. And yeah, I can be with yeah, them yeah. as well. And hopefully as well, if they need help, I can, like all our shoulders to lean on, like I'll be there. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and back them. Because I've got some free time now. I've got some time where I can like put other people before me, which I'd fucking very rarely do. Yeah, you know boss, man. Very selfish and self-centered. You need to be to be successful in, 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 in any sport or any high-performance environment. But like the next the main, next month or two, man, I can like put some other people in front of me and, 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 and like... Almost like I, I'm in debt to them. You know what I mean? They do a lot for me. Yeah. So. No, I, I, I love, I love, mate. I love the fact that you just want to go back and see your family and, and you love them unconditionally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you understand that what they've sacrificed for you to be where you are as well. So that's that. that's a great. If yeah. there's one last piece of advice, if if you if you had to check out the planet today, but you had to leave one last piece of advice Ooh. to, to for, for, for for humanity, and you can't take any of it with you, what would that be to the world? What would that be to the audience? Damn. I think one piece of advice is just like you can be whatever you want to be. Simple as that. Like it's like if you want to be an astronaut, if you want to, if you put hard work, dedication, time and you're passionate about it, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. It's humanly possible. Yeah. You know I mean it's humanly yeah. possible. You can achieve anything. Anything yeah. on this planet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know I mean and, and I'm so grateful that I have that belief. You know I mean if, if I'm not the smartest tool in the shed. But if I wanted to, to go tomorrow and, and, and start a law degree, I could do that and I could finish that. I know I could, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I fucking believe and I would work hard and I know what it means to work hard. Um, and it might take me 10 years, it might take me a bit longer than other people, but I would finish that if that was something that I wanted to do. Yeah, I just yeah, hope yeah, yeah, people yeah. realise that. In Australia, in Australia, especially, we have so much fucking opportunity. Yes. It's almost you're doing the people who come from third world Giving, you're dis- doing a disservice. A disservice, yeah. Yeah, we have so much opportunity to grab those opportunities and fucking take them with both hands, and like, and try your best to. The 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 reason the reason you you're so grounded and the reason you've done and done everything and achieved everything you have is because you've travelled with boxing, hundred percent, bro, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, look. Thank you so much again hey, for your time today, brother. Hey. Thank you so much, man. Anytime Legendary guys, do me a favor if you can if you can message us on Instagram or drop drop your Instagram for them. Uh, yeah, so just Harry underscore Garside. I'll um, link I'll link it yeah, in the bio. Yeah, and then I've got Twitter as well, Harry Garside too. That's about it. Yeah, sweet. I'll link them both in the. If you could, if you could like drop me and Harry a message, I'm at Frankie Lee on Instagram. Let us know. Share this content. Like we don't charge you for the content or charge you for listening. We hope we've dropped some absolute epic value on your ears. But if you could do me a solid favor and and do and do us a solid favor and just kind of message us and let us know how you felt about it. Let us know what you learned from it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your with people that you think might help. That would, that would, that helps massively. And guys, again. Much fucking love. Thanks for tuning in and mate, thank you. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to the Frankie Lee podcast.